Welcome to the Bold Money Revolution podcast. This is your source for straight talking, no fluff, business and high performance conversations that add real depth and value to the way bold leaders live, work and thrive. I'm your host, Tara Newman. I'm here to show you how to optimize your performance as a leader so that you can grow a business that is profit rich, efficient and allows you to generate real tangible wealth for yourself and others. We are here to help you lead with your values, to perform without overwhelm and burnout, and to do your most important work in the world. Hey, hey, bold leaders. Welcome to the Bold Money Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Tara Newman, and I am here with some straight-talking, no BS content today. I mentioned that we are going to start talking more about things like productivity and efficiency and time management because these are things that I am hearing from the world around me. And this is kind of like an episode that is going to be very evergreen. I'm going to refer back to it routinely. We are going to build from here. And when we get to the end, you are going to see why. When my clients come to me for strategy work, the work they actually need to do looks much different than they thought. It doesn't take long before we get into goals and plans and action and accountability, all the things that would be in a strategic plan to realize that even though they're paying me and we've established a roadmap, they aren't getting things done. Maybe you've experienced this yourself. You've hired someone or took a program that outlined steps and actions, but you're not doing them. Time slips by, things get in the way, distractions abound, and on most days, you're exhausted. You might think, hey, a week or two has gone by, and where did all the time go? Oh my gosh, this session is here again, and I needed to have actions completed that I committed to, but I haven't gotten them done. If I just had more time, maybe I need to schedule these calls further apart so I have more space. Maybe it's not that you're working with somebody or, or anything, and maybe it's just you know meetings with clients or due dates for projects. Just continue to slip and you're like, where's all my time going? If I just had more time in the day, if I could delegate, if I could, whatever it is, then then all of this would be better. And you start blaming. You start blaming pain in the neck and demanding clients. You are, your kid's schedule, being a parent, your nagging partner, the parent who needs extra love right now, the economy, whatever outside forces there are that you can find, you'll blame because you don't want to admit what you're really feeling, which is shame and embarrassment and feeling like you're behind and that you're not good enough and that you don't get it and everybody else has the answers, but you don't. You, you, you need to find the cheat code. You start apologizing for being utter crap at managing your time. And the voices are playing in your head, but they aren't your own. You hear your school teacher saying you need to put in more consistent effort. You hear that critical parent telling you that you're lazy and disorganized. It doesn't matter if you're overwhelmed, they say. It doesn't matter if you have a stomach ache or are being bullied. Adapt, soldier on, suck it up, go to school, do the work, work harder, spend more time studying. You've spent years replaying these voices, and now they seem to be the truth. We've replayed these stories so many times that they have become our lived experience 
whether or not they are actually true. And you start to think, wow, what is wrong with me? I really need to get my ish together. I stink. I'm a failure. I'm a fraud. So you work harder, right? Because that's what you've always been taught and told to do, whether it's at school or a job or at home. Work harder. So you work harder and harder. You are determined to live up to your potential. Be a boss. Be the type of business owner that is lauded for their success and achievement. If I just work harder, then I will be acknowledged. If I just work harder, then I'll be deserving. If I just work harder, then I won't have these problems anymore. But the harder you work, the harder it is to work. You're exhausted, stressed out, irritable and moody. You can't make a decision. All the fears are getting hard to ignore. You can't put your butt in the chair and focus on the important things. You feel pulled in a gazillion different directions. Your personal life feels like it's shrinking because all your time, effort, and energy is going into work things. Anyone feeling activated right now? Just saying this has elevated my own heart rate by a few beats. And you might be thinking, Tara, I get it. I don't have a business strategy problem. I have a time management problem. But that would be incorrect. That's actually not what I'm saying. We don't actually know what the issue is. We don't know if you have a time management problem. We don't know if you're using your time effectively. We don't know if you're struggling to delegate. We don't know what any of the issues are because it's likely a constellation of obstacles that need to be systematically addressed, which is why I'm doing this podcast first and foremost before we even get into on this podcast talking about things like productivity, efficiency, time management, any of those things. Because today... I want to, instead of launching into solving the problem, I want to start slowly peeling the onion. Systematically is usually the part people don't understand. What does it mean to look at something systematically? Well, it means to peel the onion very slowly and look at one piece and then the other piece and then the other piece, which is what I do with my clients. And that's what I want to help you with right now. So the first thing I want us to do is process of elimination. If you're having any of these challenges, if you're feeling scattered, distracted, exhausted, you're not sleeping well, you're irritable, you're moody, you're foggy, you're anxious, you feel like your heart rate is racing, you have stomach aches, you've got hair loss, you're depressed, you're frequently getting sick, your first step is not to read the four-hour work week. Your first step is not to do more doing. That is likely what got you here in the first place. Not because it is your fault. I just went in to all of the reasons why we are compelled to try and work harder to solve our problems, especially when they're in the productivity space, right? Your first step is not to read the four-hour work week. Your first week is not to necessarily 
you know, throw yourself into this and do more doing. Your first step is to make a doctor's appointment, to get blood work done. Your adrenal functioning could be off from years of pushing yourself and working harder. You could have sleep apnea. Your hormones might be off. Think menopause or low testosterone. You might not be getting enough protein. You could be dehydrated. You could be neurodivergent. You could have ADHD or autism or something else. As someone who's lived with chronic illness for almost two decades at this point, I don't want you to normalize what you're feeling as the stress that comes with being a business owner because that is what I see people doing all the time. There must be something wrong with me. I just need to work harder. Okay, so I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling these things. You know, that's normal business ownership. There's a grind, there's a hustle, there's a keeping up that needs to happen. It will be what it will be. What did I have a business owner say to me? This is just the way it is. This is just the way it is. That is mediocrity. That is accepting the status quo. And I want so much better for all of the people in my audience and for all of my clients and for anybody who's in and surrounding my world that are just all humans, but specifically small business owners. So I want you, after I finish this podcast, which will be in a few minutes, to go and look at when was the last time you had a doctor's appointment? When was the last time you had a well visit? When was the last time you had blood work done? When was the last time you had a well woman visit? And I want you to get an appointment on the books. And if you don't get the answers, if you've gone already and you don't get the answers that you want, if you feel like you're not being heard, if something is still bothering you, advocate for yourself. Seek a second opinion. Go to a different doctor. Find doctors that you love and trust. Don't tell yourself that you're too busy. I hear this all the time. Or my favorite, I'll go after busy season. Come on now, let's be honest. Are you really gonna go after busy season? It's 100% more challenging to take care of yourself when you own a business. There are no sick days or PTO banks. Even the business owners I work with that have those things for their employees rarely take advantage of them. And when you do go, I want you to consider listening to the expert because Lord knows I have not done that. I have shared in a number of podcast episodes that a few years ago, I had a doctor who recommended I take a six-month leave of absence, and I was like, huh? No. How am I supposed to do that? And I've pushed through instead of looking at things and seeing that as a constraint and saying, okay, well, maybe I can't take a six-month leave of absence. What, What would be a close second? What would allow me to get the effects of a six-month leave of absence and still be able to run my business? What hard decisions would I need to make? What trade-offs would have to be here for me? What would I need to let go of so I can step into better health? I have resisted over the years not wanting to be honest about my role in being a part of the solution telling myself, I'll do it later, I'll get to it later, telling myself I don't have the time. 
But there's a saying, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. The way you take care of your health is going to be directly tied to the way you show up and take care of your business, the way you show up and take care of your family, the way you show up and take care of your clients. Lastly, if you go and there is medication that you can take to improve your health, even temporarily, while you work through different solutions. So maybe the doctor suggests cholesterol medication temporarily while you work on dialing things in in your diet. I highly want to encourage you to consider the medication. I am not a doctor, and I'm not telling you you should take medication. But what I'm asking you to do is consider it. Because we stigmatize pharmaceutical intervention, especially in the more holistic health and wellness spaces, all the time. I know because I've experienced it. And I know because once I finally allowed myself to move past that and take medication to help me manage my chronic conditions, to help me manage my ADHD, everything in my life has changed. Ultimately, your health And feeling your best is the very first line of defense in your business. I'm going to say that again. Your health and feeling your best is the very first line of defense in your business. A stable, healthy you is a stable, healthy business. Greg McCowan in Essentialism dedicates an entire chapter to protecting the asset. The asset is you. My client's mental and physical health is my very first concern, not their growth strategy. I frequently say to them, hey, I noticed that in the last few sessions we've had, your emotional affect has been really flat. And I know you've shared with me in the past that you have struggled with depression. Are you getting support right now? Is this perhaps a warning sign? How can we take that into consideration as we build out your growth strategy? Or if I notice a client and they just have been really off, I don't even know what it is. And I'll say to them, hey, listen, something's just really off. I don't know what it is. Are you okay? Are you really okay? What's up? I'm concerned. I care about how you're feeling, your your mental health, your physical health. There is no growth, no thriving, no wealth, no sustainability without my client's mental and physical health being cared for. There is no growth, no thriving, no wealth, no sustainability without you prioritizing and caring for your mental and physical health. So I will be referring back to this episode quite a few times as we continue to talk about things like productivity and how we work and our work habits and our effectiveness and our efficiency because that's not going to be possible unless this foundation is set that we know that it's not something happening within our blood work, with our physical health, with our mental health, and that we get support in all of these areas, not just the tactical business areas. 
As always, I am rooting for your success and I'm rooting for your health, all of your healths, mental, physical, emotional, financial, health. Take good care. If you've found this podcast valuable, help us develop more bold leaders in the world by sharing this episode with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider reviews like podcast currency, and it's the one thing you can do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ. We would be so grateful for it. Special thanks goes to Stacey Harris from Uncommonly More, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune into the next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind. Bye.